All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solobase15, here with my good friends, Zareth, and we are, well, waiting on news. How's it going, Zareth? Oh, it's good. I'm, I'm wiped out, man. We uh, It's a full day today. I had the day off, and uh, we did all the family things. So, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, oh. uh, we did not have the day off because my bosses thought that they could get away with not doing it. And then today, uh, somebody pointed out to them that we're going to be the only firm in the area that was not recognizing Juneteenth and we're open and we're leaving messages for everybody. And they're like, uh, we made a huge mistake. This holiday is very important to us. Um, we're giving you July 3rd off instead and we'll take it off next week or next year. It's like, oops. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I mean, that panned out then. Well, yeah, it worked out well for me. Cause now July 4th is on a Tuesday. So I'm going to get a fourth four day weekend, but <laughs> I like that they <laughs> retroactively said Juneteenth is very important to us. Like, yes, clearly not. Yes. Like, very, very obviously not. But the, okay. <laughs> the important part was the paralegals and the other attorneys telling them it's important. That didn't matter. It was, oh my God, people are going to realize we were working and literally nobody else was. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what got them. We, yeah, we feel embarrassment that we had our employees working. Right. <laughs> when no one else did. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, what I mean. Uh anyway. Anyway, let's talk about the game because there's oh. a whole lot going on and a whole lot not going on at the exact same time. You don't want to just talk about your law firm for a while? I mean we could if you if you want. It's not gonna be that exciting. <laughs> it's uh, literally, <laughs> literally will not be that exciting. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I was just asking if you dude. Uh, uh, I, was, I was just curious. I was like, no. I don't know. Let's let's just see what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I do have like um uh, a one minute elevator pitch that they they have you practice, but we don't need to do that today because I don't care that much. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, if it's only a minute, we could go. We could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants my Lord Vader dis- disability PowerPoint slides. Eventually, I need to. I need to get fun graphics. I am going to do that one day, though. Analyze Anakin's turning into Darth Vader as a workers' comp case. It's happening. Um, that would be fun. It is because I. I have to give presentations. The presentations are stupid. You know, it's like a teach you about what we do type of thing, mm-hmm. and. So if I can at least make it fun for me, who cares about everybody else? Um, that's true. For that's... for me, I'm always like, if I'm giving a presentation, if I can make someone laugh at the start, then I'm, I know I'm good. I'm just like, yeah, all right, we're good. Um, <laughs> it's, it's more fun, though, when it's interactive and you can actually talk to yeah. people, you know, get, get a little bit more. But um, instead of that, let's talk about how you're doing on level three datacrons uh i'm up to 15 of the good ones eight nice. eight light side uh, seven dark side oh, that's not um bad. no for 5v5 it's going to be fantastic unfortunately we're starting with 3v3 where you need like my goal was to have 20 of them i did mm. not achieve my goal well i mean it goes back to me saying like i, I need level eights yeah 
Uh, right. Not level eights, but set eights. Like set eight is oh, just, yeah. has to be an important part of my strategy. Like that, <sighs> that just is an unfortunate reality. Right. Um, yeah. I, are all mine level nines? No, no, they are not. Most of them are level five. Um, I have a couple. I have a couple level nines. I mean, I, you kind of have to to burn through the data cache. So I have a couple level nines. I'm actually probably going to have less level nines this set than I've ever had because literally every stat's good. So I don't need to reroll a bunch of the stats. So if I get a good level three, just run with whatever stats it gives me and you can stop at level eight and save yourself 2 million data cash and all of the, um, you know, all, all of the materials. So <laughs> level eight is good enough for me. That's fair. I, I think... I, I like to have a little more specialized crons, honestly. It, it seems like I just keep getting, like, none of them are focusing. Like, it it, it seems like so far, and it's just my variance so far, so, you yeah. know, it'll, it'll change eventually, maybe. But so far, it's been this situation of, like, I get a bunch of, like, I, instead of getting, like, hey, I roll defense, and then defense again, and then defense again, and then defense again, and then I roll a couple other weird ones, like, Instead, it's just like, hey, uh, we have five out of six boxes checked. <laughs> and I, I just yeah. like them to be a little more, I don't know, tight on there. Because not every squad really cares about health steal, for instance. Like, health steal is, is a huge, amazing, annoying pain in the ass on certain teams. And on other teams, it's like, oh, you have health steal? Like, why? Why would you have that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, have gotten a little lucky. I think I'm seven or eight crons at 150% defense or higher. Um, but you're right. You're right. And actually with, with this level three, I was talking to somebody else about this today with this level three, you really don't need to roll more health. Like, it, you know, um, right. It was, oh, go ahead. Oh, because you're getting 45% it's basically a 45% health and 45% protection bonus in 3v3. And then it's 75 in 5v5. So I'd honestly rather not roll health or protection other than for JML. And I'd rather roll defense. And, you know, uh, for some characters, health steal. For some characters, crit damage. Uh, but I'd, I'd rather roll defense as the stat than health for the majority of tunes you know i, I mean there's going to be certain edge cases obviously but sure because uh, yeah so like, like malgus really wants extra health for instance right. or um, if you split maul off he'll want the extra health as well yep oh uh, so yeah that's the eternal emperor but i mean i guess he's he's just as fine with defense frankly but right like like ray i mean the first thing your first reaction with ray is yeah i want all the health but you're already getting 75%. With her, frankly, I'd rather the health stealer defense because you can't kill her. You just can't, you can't kill her. Um, that's, you know, um, kind of uh -oh. the same can be true for uh, Lord Vader there of, you know, give me, give me a whole bunch of health steal. I don't care about health as a stat form because he's already getting 75%. Right. All right, so let's play the game of if you had to remove two stats from the current Datacron set, 
Like, yeah. like you just didn't have them available. Maybe others yeah. had them available or whatever. Like which two would you just cull from the herd? So to speak, if they were just like, okay, you have to pick two solo, like make a choice. Offense and health. Health, you'd get okay. I, I would, I'd get rid of health yeah. steel way, way faster than I'd get rid of health. Oh, it, see, but the thing is, because health steel is so damn, so damn good on Ray and Lord Vader. Like but that's when, that's when it's what good. It's, the, yeah, but yeah, it's that, good. It, it's great. Yeah, you're you're right about that. Right, the offense just. The numbers aren't high enough compared to the other numbers that are rolling. But yeah, yeah. it's it's not keeping up essentially. So unless unless you're really excited about that two percent offense roll on level one and two, uh, not oh. even as good as a mod. Uh, uh, it's it's pretty pathetic comparatively, and yeah. offense isn't even as good as armor pen as far as right. stats go. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And the health, like I said, you're already getting 75% health. And I mean, more health isn't bad. But if you compare, if you've run the numbers, that, like you actually want to do the math, at that point, defense is better than health. And I think defense sure. rolls higher than health, too. Um, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, they, yeah they, they made the defensive spreads so ridiculous, actually. Right. <laughs> I'm just yes. like, what, what were you doing? Like... This is just too good. Like it's it's too good for me to enjoy it. Like it's gonna be good for me, but it's gonna be too good to enjoy against other people too. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that those are the two stats I would give up. But honestly, in in this with these grounds, whatever rolls, rolls. Um, I I'm not really that angry with any any of the rolls, other than like I said that. That rolling a one percent offense is just depressing on level one or two. Well, instead you could roll you could roll a forty percent defense, you know, or right. like a fifty percent right. even. But but yeah, like I mean, yeah, th there's no comparison. Like it's it's amazing. Fifty percent defense is crazy. I mean, look at look at how much defense you get from uh like like a six e diamond like you just get 20% right. defense from that and you get 50% from a lowly level one or two roll it's it's madness it's just um like almost unfathomable and and there's no weakness it's not like if it's just armor uh then at least you have a way to get around it with your special damage right but the but defense is just like a hey uh, unless you have unless you have something that completely ignores defense like true damage then right. you know f off it's amazing right um um yeah i i um this data crunch set this this first week is gonna be nutty um <laughs> because of this stupid crunch so let me ask you this i've heard i've heard a bunch of opinions going both ways are you going to change how you're placing defense knowing that you're going to have to fight a bunch of these level threes. Um, maybe a like, so there are certain teams that I, I'm not going to be placing this time. Like, um, like the bad, bad batch team with shock T. Uh, I really like having shock with, um, with echo and, uh, the tech that it's, it's a pretty solid team. Uh, if you, if you place the type of defenses I typically do, because, 
like it's easy to beat if you have the right team but usually people have used the right team a long time ago by the time they right. get to that squad in which case it becomes very difficult to solve and uh, you know they, like that's the kind of team i really enjoy placing and this time i'm like bad batcher maybe just too important like they just they just do a little too much for me against this set so uh like it, it's gonna change a little bit for sure um I mean, you had that funny screenshot of me and Ando disagreeing on whether Ray should be on offense or defense. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that, that, oh, that just made me laugh because that was irony. Um, and I, oh. I don't think, <laughs> I, I think the answer is it. it she really can go to both. Um, <laughs> well, but, I, I guess my thought is when, when I was looking at the numbers, I was like, okay, with, with Jedi training Ray, there is the third. Like, yeah, in general, in Kyber, uh, in Kyber, like they. The success rate with Starkiller was already pretty low. It was like uh, 60% or something against that comp. And my thought is, Starkiller didn't really get stronger this time. Like, like he he's more survivable if you want to use set 9. But otherwise, it didn't necessarily get a huge boost. But, sure. the, Ray, the, but the Ray team got a huge boost in survivability. So the people who are already fringe cases who are like already almost failing, but not like, but, but are already succeeding. Like those guys are going to struggle even more and potentially slip and fall. Like um, we'll see how it ends up falling for me. Cause I'll end up playing against people who actually know what they're doing. But <laughs> Right. Uh, think of every time the last tire throw got JTR down with like 10 seconds left. You're not winning that battle. That's basically what it comes down to. Cause now, it's going to take her a lot longer just to get her into damage immunity the first time and then then get the kill. Um yeah, I, I mean I'm not I'm not going to say that I mean like Ray Ray also had out of any counter out there, Ray Mirror was actually the strongest counter to yeah. Ray. Like like yep. that was just the best way to do it. So, it was just the best Ray to do it. <laughs> I th and I think the same is going to hold true. I think it's um I am I think you can actually run the Ray counter with uh the stacking offense from last set from set eight. Um because if you play it right, Ray comes out of ult when you are in ult. So the, the bonus health and protection really doesn't matter. And you're meanwhile you'll be stacking your offense um just stacking your offense every turn so you're gonna fight through her extra health and stuff uh, and, and that might end up being what happens for me as well um I, I do think though that there's a certain amount to be said of like well uh, like the ray mirror is actually a little bit weaker because whirlwind doesn't do more damage uh it does the same amount and her ultimate doesn't do more damage uh that this set they can um However, the, the rays that you're facing are going to be more tanky, and so it's going to be tougher. Like right. Your Whirlwind is just going to be less effective to snipe the, the ads out. And uh, same with your ult is just not going to be quite as impactful. Like, I don't know if th in threes it's going to be. That, like, I think in fives is where you start feeling the true, like, majesty of ray uh, <laughs> with set nine. Like, it, it just becomes ridiculous to try to kill that squad at that point. Right. But, but I think um, 3v3 will feel it a little bit, potentially, at least in theory. So, But but like you say, I, I don't think that there's any one wrong answer about Ray going on offense or defense this season. It's She's just... Um, yeah, she, she's gonna be she's gonna be one of the one of the variables that like oh okay like 
if you if you put her on defense, then you get you to find a way to be able to deal with her. Right. So, on offense. Yeah. I um yeah, talking about teams that I'm going to make sure come to offense, or you know, like all last season I had Treya on defense, and I think last three v three I did too. I think Treya's just been on defense for me for quite some time. Um hmm. Well, she's amazing on defense. She is. And, and in fives, both of them. She is. But I think with this set, it may be the smart move to bring her on offense. Because um, insta-kill is legit. <laughs> like, you know, it, you if you're going to run into a potential timeout team, like insta-kill just solves it immediately. Um, and okay. uh, uh, like Reva on offense especially because Trey can kill her anyway on defense. But, um, you know, de- any team with Deathmark, like even Aiden, Deathmark with uh, Death Trooper, like Deathmark is going to play a big role in killing some of these B teams that are just thick AF. Yeah, I, got, I gave a lot of thought to Aiden. I, I I went back and forth, actually, for my list of, of if she should be offense or defense. What I had decided on, though, was when I looked at my history and – noticed that um people are already just destroying themselves on my Iden team with like i just put storm and shore like oh, they're yeah. both all yeah. three of them are relic seven so they're not like super high relic but i mean with this current set and with the, the current like if you just put some defense on them like that that team is just gonna be so damn annoying like sure uh, I, absolutely I, I fully expect my Iden team to get one shot for almost max banners every time because people are just not going to want to mess with it like they're just going to use something like right abrupt and terrible to, to to destroy it like it's like her doom will be will will just like not be envied by anyone everyone will just be like wow like treya you, you used treya on Iden. you used uh you know supreme leader kyle like, people are gonna because uh, what does Wampa have time to deal with that? Like he, he he doesn't. He'll just die. He'll just keel over. Right. Yeah. I I wouldn't trust Wampa. On I wouldn't trust Wampa on that team in general. Then you mix it with the the thick level three, and I really wouldn't trust it. <laughs> right. I mean, they're already crazy tough to kill. People time out against my. I mean, in some ways, it's almost too thick because people are just going to not consider Wampa. And part of the value of that squad is people gambling with Wampa and failing. Yeah. Yep. I do wish that we had tenacity in that set just for Aiden stopping Wampa because they love they love the defense. They love the, um, you know, the thick level three. But you you throw in some tenacity too because the thing about the scaling um, health and protection is it just scales it's not like just bonus protection so the dots are going to do the same amount of damage either way essentially or same percentage of damage i should say um so if this data crown set just had a little bit of tenacity too it would have really just messed people up yeah that that's one thing that i i realized i'm, I'm going to be hurting on a little bit because I, I really did get a lot of mileage out of having some high tenacity crons because 
things like trying to kill Jedi Master Luke, like people would be like, hey, don't use that crown. Like you need more armor pen or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, for your smugglers with dash against uh, Jedi Master Luke. And I was like, nah, man. <laughs> the fact that he can't put ability block on any of my guys the whole time is actually a huge part of his game plan against dash. And the fact yep. that like you can't apply it now, like that's that's way bigger than right. a little extra damage in the long run. Um so yeah, yeah. That, that's going to hurt a little. Plus Afra is a little bit sad. She doesn't have a bunch of starting potency. Right. Yeah. No, she does not. Um Yeah, it's going to be an interesting it's going to be an interesting season with the with the teams. Um Yeah, I <laughs> basically week 1 is we'll have to see how it goes and because of the squish if you do too poorly week 1 you're out of Kyber 1. Just I'm sorry to tell everyone in ranks like 200 to 1,000, if you finish last in the toilet bowl, you're out of K1. You ain't shit. Right. Oh, we're not supposed to say that. Well, apparently, I've just been, I've loosened up my standards for Gambit <laughs> language. <have> standards? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let's not talk about that right now. Um, yeah. uh, so... Uh, yeah, I, I think this, I, I actually, I did the same thing. So that last season I had I actually had Ray on offense to kill Reva teams. That was, that was like my big go-to yep. Uh, yep. plan. And now I, I put Ray on defense this time and I'm using, um, I, I'm, yeah, so Ray's, Ray's on defense, but now I'm to have Treya on offense, which honestly, I think Ray has fewer counters than Treya, though that's hard to say. Like they're both just real tough to beat. And I'm talking right. about I'm talking about Treo with Savage Omicron, of yep. course, too. Like that's that's a big part of it. Like it's it's not just um like Treo with Cyan is is um it's still tough if they have the Omicron and stuff, but you know, you have to be careful. But Savage just destroys so many counters. You're like, hey, I even killed uh, I even killed Treya and um Nihilus. And now I'm just gonna time out with seven teams against Sav Savage before right. I finally figure something out that works. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so I'm actually thinking now that we all have R9 Malik. I'm actually thinking about just using Malik on offense. Um because four strain doesn't care how much health you have. So that's true. Uh, um. So we'll we'll see. You know, I, I I haven't decided yet because I do like I like the split of. Uh, Darth Revan Savage plus one, and then Malgus Malik Bastila. Like I like that split, but Malik just might like offense and giving him all giving him extra bulk on top of it is just like, uh, now he can really survive the solo. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think you're wrong there. I, I think that there's also just like this. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that, I think that there's other potential there. Like, so, so th this is like the difference between uh, like me, people saying like, Hey, I'm going to take Savage and solo things with him. And I don't think that's like a wrong response to, right. what, to what you should do. But 
at the same time, that's not at all the first thought I had. I was like, oh my gosh, like Savage with his Omicron is so obnoxious <laughs> on defense. Like it's just going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. And that's that's what you want. And, and so like that's what I that, that's my first reaction too. I'm like, man, people are, we're gonna have a relic nine Darth Revan, we're gonna have a relic nine Malak. Like, let's put him on defense. Yeah, I guess the thing with Malik is it depends where you put him. Like, if you put him with a random team and it's going to change the counter, great. But if you put him on, like, a Malgus and they're just using Supreme Leader Kylo or Sith Eternal anyway, it's almost wasted. Right. I mean, I mean, you, you could be right on that. I think the – so here's what I have been, like – at least this is what I'm contemplating. I'm thinking because my Malgus is already Relic 9 and he's going to be really tanky on top of that because of the new Krons, like yeah. the, the level threes <coughs> and all the stats that go alongside. Um, I was thinking maybe I'd go with a worse Malgus comp um, and and instead just start running the old school Darth Revan team yep. that we people used to kill with, with troopers, but troopers... Just don't gain out like they, they have if you I guess if you mod them with like a ton of offense that that might it just doesn't make up for all the defense and all of the the stat stacking and stuff. And so I think in some circumstances, just that straight up Darth Revan team is actually just going to be pretty obnoxious to kill because it's Relic 9 on Darth Revan and on Malak. Like that that team yeah. is just going to be obnoxious. So you know, with with, with the with the level three. On top of it, Malak is just like, sorry, I'm sorry, Dark Trooper. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm not just going to keel over for your sake. <laughs> right. Oh, man, Dark Trooper. He's So that's, that's one of the counters we're going to lose um, is Troopers against CLS, too. Dark Trooper's not getting more offense. I mean, yeah, he, he'll get a little bit, I guess, if you want to put an offense cron. But you're right. I mean, for the most part, like, he doesn't even get the crit damage stuff. Right. I mean, I guess if you do his AoE, but then but then you get sad for other reasons. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's just... Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just removed. Like, that that counter is like, hey, it's cool. It's, it's in my um, It's in my toolkit. And I might not take it out for a couple seasons, frankly. I mean, fives right. you could kind of spool up and get get ramped up on damage and stuff, and the turn meter train is real. In threes, you have to move with a sense of urgency, and usually you can, you know, punch your way through. But but like, it, yeah, he's just gonna struggle a little bit. He's just um, you're gonna have to have a get go up against a team that he's they have a, an overwhelming advantage on. In which case, you could probably use a ton of different counters for. Right. Right. Yeah, we're uh, man, this crowd is we're literally learning whole new whole new counters because of this crown. Um yeah, which is I, I guess is I, I guess it's a good thing, but not for Wednesday when we go to attack. <laughs> like Wednesday could just be the most disgusting. Well, I thought I had enough for offense. Oops. I know you're like, like I I do think that that's gonna happen to some streamers. Uh, probably me too. I'll be like, oh, right. I thought I could get away with this, guys. I'm sorry. Everyone's like, um, you didn't even clear one zone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
I know. I thought I could get away with clearing one zone. Right. <laughs> like, I thought I could do it, but I can't. So, man, I really, I really want to put three GLs down on defense. I honestly think I might not clear two zones if I do that, though. I mean, I guess it depends on my opponent, but I flew a little too close to the sun last last season, so I'm going to have a very good opponent to start, no matter who it is. So, I think we're gonna we're we're gonna find out. That's that's how that's gonna roll. We're we're gonna we're gonna find out because. I'm probably still going to put three GLs on defense and then come to offense and be like, uh, what kills the CLS now? Yep. It's going to be an adventure. Uh, also though that, well, yeah. So you're, you're going to be facing people. I mean, any, anyone in Kyber one is just going to be facing people who know what they're doing. Um, so I uh, like, and, and yet uh, on my alt, I'll just be able to go in with my, Dark Trooper and Stomp CLS people will be like, oh man, my, my CLS yeah. used to be able to kill Jabba and now I can't. I'm like, yeah, you're just going to get stomped by troopers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be great for my morale, anyways. After that, like, that's, that's one of the best things about having an alt is when you have a really rough main account fight, then you just go and just like get to face someone who doesn't know as much what they're doing usually right and it, with your alt and even though my account isn't as good i'm like oh okay well the old counters still work on you at least <laughs> <laughs> yeah i um uh, so it's good what's really going to be interesting is um who has all all of the the crons um because i know there is a guild out there that we're actually fighting in tw this this round that they've actually started selling some of their level eights to get the Quran this to get the cash to load up this set. But it's funny if you look at the guild to guild to guild compares. Ma one has everybody beat because Ma one is always going to have everyone beat. That's just what they do. Uh, but then it's it's us and VG actually have Call Empire and. Uh, uh, Ma two outnumbered for the good crons. Um, so it's going to be really interesting in GAC who has all of the good crons. And for those keeping score at home, Caw Patrol really is going casual, and they're like 300 of the good level threes behind my guild because I compared. So they, they, they're living up to their word. Well, I mean that's good. That this is this is the one that, I mean, gosh, you could spend a fortune on this one trying to craft perfect mods because the, they're the and they would be perfect. Like there, there's so right. many good. There's just so much fertile soil here to make just really ridiculous crons. I mean, uh, yeah, like uh, Mecha Rogue, who, who I faced and you know I lost to, but yeah. like he had he had all those armor crons. Like he could do the same with defense. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, and it's worse, <laughs> right? And it's significantly more difficult because at least with armor, like I said before, like at least there's like a chink in the army armor. I could find someone with, with uh, special damage, but now it's just like nope, nothing works. I guess I'm just screwed. Um. Uh, yeah. It, oh God, it's it's gonna be disgusting. 
But the good news is I have the Krons, so it's going to be disgusting for my opponents as well. I was honestly thinking about, because I have 15 of good level threes, just setting all 15 on defense and not taking any on offense. Um, I, I mean, I think that there's a certain level of effectiveness there, to be honest. Right. Like, because because you can actually pick your battles and stuff. Like, you, you probably do want a few of them, of course, but but like at the end of the day, like uh, uh, something that's really good on on both ends of the floor. Like, as long as it works on defense, like you can usually find some kind of uh, workaround on offense. Right, yeah. right. Um, like there's there's a couple that I definitely want for offense, like gas. Gas is going to be disgusting with this cron, just absolutely filthy in five v five and three v three. Yeah, I bet, uh, yeah, you're you're totally right about that. Like in threes, uh, so I've, I've been using General Skywalker on Malgus at least on my alt. I've been doing that, and uh, like I'll, I'll probably try to do that again. In like I'll probably try to do that on my main account too. But so it's like, do you put Malgus on defense or not? Because Malgus is going to have right. more, like, I think I'm going to probably just end up modding my Malgus to have a little bit more, uh, like, I think I'll, I'll put a, give him an arrow with uh, Crit Avoid on it so that General Skywalker has a little harder time. Fair. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, with General Skywalker, he's, he's just way tankier now. Way tougher to kill. He, yeah, so I, my arena shard is impossible to test in. A, because I don't drop out of the top five. Um, and B, Jeez. because the top five is solely Lord Vader, Maul, Reva, Grand Inquisitor, Fifth. Like, that's that. That's the only four teams you see in my top five. Um, but with gas, and so this is obviously 5v5, with gas, with just a random cron uh, that I, you know, a good level three with some defense on it, I can kill all the sides to Lord Vader. With with the full Lord Vader FU team that will run through Ray like it's you know a hot knife through butter, and with gas I can kill all the sides. It's it's disgusting. Yeah, I mean it's impressive how how many buffs they you're giving General Skywalker. He just uh, it it just escalates things. It's fun in some ways. Yeah. Um, I I can't I can't kill Lord Vader with it, so it's it's one hundred percent like a two shot if, in five v five. If I ever need an emergency two shot scenario, like that's gonna be it. But God, it just shows the power of this crunch. They couldn't. The only person that could make my gas sit is Maul dropping five stacks into him. It is man. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, so. Obviously, 3v3, he's going to have less power um, or less strength or whatever you want to call it. But he's he is going to be key to my offense plan this set. Because the health reduction, the max health reduction, a lot of people forget about that. But, man, is it, it – it's exponentially higher now because everybody has that much more max health. Oh, oh yeah, I mean that. There's also that as well. I mean, yeah. It, it, similarly, like you don't want to put General Skywalker on defense because his max health is way higher now as well. Right. It, proportionally, he should still be beat by a gas team. 
Uh, well, in five, again, that's for, for 5v5. CLS, but yeah. Be, uh, or CLS, yeah, sorry. Um, because the exposes are just going to be doing the same percentage of damage. Um, so he's it's going to be really weird because I don't use gas on offense, but with this set, I think gas is going to be on offense for me. And yeah. I'm not really too worried about the five sacrifice and losing the protection banners because screw it. They have to clear. Yeah, it's true. Um, uh, yeah, General Skywalker is going to be good. I'm, I'm very curious to see in um, 5v5 what, what all he's going to be able to take down because... Um... Like I was, I was already killing a lot of raid teams with with General Skywalker and stuff. Um, uh, my guess is that yeah, we'll be able to do that. Plus, probably a little bit more at least. Right. Yeah. Impressive yeah. young fellow with a very promising <laughs> career. Oh, uh, until he got whiny and asked for a raise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I just like that he he became a Sith. And became perpetually an apprentice and not a master. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, just uh, just kind of accepted his role. He's like, maybe Mace Windu, maybe Master Windu was right. Yeah. May as well just be a Sith. <laughs> it's all it's all about like posturing. He's like, you know what? I'll, I'll just I'll wait to see if the Jedi promote me. And when the Jedi are like, nah, like you're, we're just gonna make you a, an apprentice here too. Like yeah. we're just, you're gonna, or you're just a normal Jedi, no master. He's like, yeah, all right, I've, I'll just go with my heart then. <laughs> I'll be a uh, Sith. Uh, they, they have a better color lightsaber. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the perks yeah. package sealed the deal. It, I know. Yeah, he's he's watching these previews for Ahsoka. He's like, wait, they come in orange. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, all right. So, is there any other team that you're counting on for offense for this? You know, this three v three. I know you put out your your offense and defense video. So, if you had to say there's a team in that video that when you were making the video you didn't expect to say this should be on offense now, is there one? Like, do you have a team like that? Hmm, that's a good question. I, I mean, I think. So I think that there is one of the teams I found myself most excited about. Um, it, and I think that you, you could do offense or defense, but it occurred to me that Hondo might, might just be back. Uh, might be back on the menu for Hondo this time because his biggest weakness is just getting sniped out early. Uh, Cause he gets to the point where he does a ton of damage, but if he can't get to that point, then if you get, if he's allowed to ramp, then he just dies. So it makes me think like his damage has already always been more than enough. He's probably going to be able to cover all of the really cool defensive gains that everyone else has gotten. So just making him that much more tanky seems like maybe uh, that that might be good. Um, otherwise, uh, I mean, I, I have to look at my at my uh, list, but but yeah, like there was um, honestly, I think Ray. Uh, was one of them that I, I wanted I wanted to keep her on offense. I think defense is a pretty decent place for her though. Uh, General Skywalker certainly um is, is one that I, I think he I think he really appreciates being on offense this time um because he just gets destroyed by 
say the Eternal Emperor or any you know Jedi Master Luke. There's a ton of teams that beat him. Um, mostly just teams that do percent health damage or or something like that. Like things things that negate just bulk numbers. It's like I don't care if you right. have two hundred thousand uh, of something. I'm just gonna do ten percent of that regardless if you have a million or you know twenty thousand. Like that doesn't matter. Like so, like a Gidme team. Um, what about you? Are, are, like, is there any teams that you're like, oh yeah, like this this will actually be way better? Um, you know, gas is probably my one. <laughs> um, yeah, because I I was thinking about this. And I kind of asked the question because I wanted wanted the answer. Um, I I was putting Han and Chewie on defense a lot in three v three. Uh, because it it'll steal Gidme, and then you know you you don't have that Gidme team for a team I was putting in the back, or not not necessarily Gidme, just Padme in general. Um, so, but the max health coming from Chewbacca, I I am looking forward to that on offense because that those are going to be some big numbers with the all this bulk health. Uh, I think Chewbacca is going to be great on offense for it yeah you're right about that too chewbacca um yeah but there's uh there's a surprising number of teams that i'm like okay there's a lot of actually leverage we can have against these people with the the crazy defense numbers um yeah and that's so going back to what we talked about earlier that's also part of the reason i like defense as the stat more than um health percentage because defense isn't going to help Padme out. Defense isn't helping uh you know uh Chewbacca out or Jawas or JTR. Like defense is just gonna say a big F you to kind of all of them. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean like de- defense could be applied to, like it even works against damage over times. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an impressive defense. is just such a crazy stat. Like I, I remember laughing with Blade Baca about it back when he played. Like we were just, uh, it's just so like really they did that. Like they actually gave us the like because <laughs> right. the initial assumption was like, oh, it's just going to be, uh, you know, like this the standard like uh, armor and resistance. Yep. But yeah, like that set that had that had straight like flat defense is just so insane. It, it's and the fact that you can get so much of it, like it'd be something if you're like okay, like every squad can get like a, a pretty standard like sixty percent defense or something. It's like yeah, that's pretty that's decent, but it's not yeah. going to break things. But you can get up to like four hundred fifty. Oh my god, yeah, it's disgusting. And I know a bunch of people are like, in, including Brill, because I know he's listening out there. Like, but defense isn't exponential. Um, until you hit the four hundred percent defense ones, and then your your Han, who's loaded up with like fifty plus fifty percent offense, is hitting for eight k on a crit, and you're just like, huh? All right, well, I guess that's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, it's super discouraging, actually. <laughs> like when when you see Wampa going in, and and he's like doing like eight k damage, you're like, oh, you poor dear. Like right after he's ramped. Yeah, he's like ramping up. He's like, I'm doing 32k. I'm like, you usually start at like 60k, but keep going. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. They, they, what they need to do is, um, 
add a seventh stat that you can add to it, um, which is time clock. <laughs> add a time clock one. <laughs> yeah, like you, you just like you, you, you just roll. You're like, hey, I got a thirty second, thirty seconds. Like you, you just right. like every. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you should uh, see this squad that I rolled. Like, I, I literally, I have like three and a half extra minutes from this <laughs> cron. <laughs> oh my god, that would be that. That would be chaos, but funny as well. Like, oh man, guys, I have this perfect defense cron, but it gives them an extra thirty seconds. Do I put it on defense or just keep it for offense? <laughs> yeah, what would that even do? Like, you put it on defense and it just takes clock from them. Oh man, don't don't, <laughs> don't put that idea in CG's head. <laughs> oh dear lord! Like you jump in, you're like, wait, I, I only have a minute and a half. What the hell? <laughs> Holy balls! Oh, the the like shock people would have from that. Like. I, right. I actually I don't think that would be healthy at all, but holy balls, it would be funny to watch people react to that at least. <laughs> and by people you mean us. <laughs> I mean that I know, like I know streamers like like us, yes. <laughs> I I would probably just watch myself just like squirm uncomfortably. I'm like, well, at least this will be over quickly. <laughs> Cause I, I literally don't have enough time for it to drag it out. <laughs> Oh my lord! Indeed. Um. Yeah, yeah. People in chat saying they love it and hate it. I get it. I mean, I love and hate it as well. I love <laughs> the idea because it's hilarious to me to think about, yeah. and yep. then I hate it if it gets put into practice. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I never. I didn't really think it. I didn't think it through. Okay. <laughs> CG's like, yeah, we don't do that either. <laughs> sold <laughs> no see what what cg would do is say guys this is going to add 30 seconds to your clock when you take it on offense and you go into the battle and you lose those 30 seconds on offense what what and then they're just going to update it by saying we updated the text to match what it does in game that's the, that is their favorite update of we updated the text of the ability to match what it says in game or to match what it does you know, I don't actually mind that too much, except when there's things that it's like, well, you clearly didn't intend that from the very start. Like, right. I, there are things like, like the Candorous one. I think they actually updated it, actually. Remember how we Did used that? to say, like, that yeah. there's, a, there's a bug and it's yeah. um, based off of people who do damage when there's damage over time. Like, they just took over, they took out the damage over time thing to make it so <laughs> that the bug is no longer a bug. It's just working as intended. It's a feature. Yeah. Well, uh, but but it's been a future since he was released, and you have to think right. for him specifically, at least, they intended to have it be the way it reads now, as opposed to what it used to read. So yeah, uh, like I don't I don't mind him going out back and changing it in, in that regard. But yeah, like some of them, you're like, oh, well, I guess changing text is easier, CG. I, <laughs> I like that. That is that is the most effective bug fix. It, it is it is i mean it's the guaranteed bug fix no matter what you do it uh it'll work oh <laughs> uh, um all right so speaking of updates we don't have an update this week we pretty much have to have an update by by june 30th because that's when the new TB is going to be fixed. Um, or the new planet is going to be out, I guess you could say. 
to be more accurate. Um, yeah. So, first question, because there's obviously going to be a couple questions about this. This, I, I, th- I think they said previously it's going to be a road ahead. Um, are you excited for a new road ahead coming out this week? Potentially. Uh, so, I'm not convinced that we're going to get one. Um, I would love it, though, because... <laughs> there's just there's so much there's so much that they could announce like um well yeah let, let's let's play the game of what could they announce in this road ahead like what what kind of things do you think would belong in a road ahead because there, there are a ton of them and uh, like inevitably they'll leave something out that we really want sure but uh road ahead Honestly, it's it's one of their very, very most engaging and best things, at least for like the tiny percentage of people who like read all the things CG puts out and watch all the videos by YouTubers and like really pay attention to what Meat Face is saying. Like it, it's you know, it, it's like a it's it's a small percentage of people, but like Road Ahead is is like the culmination of all of our hopes and dreams. It's like, oh my gosh, there's a road ahead. I have to read it right now. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, you know, like, what what do you think could be announced in, in their road ahead? And if, if you, like, seems like probably this week would be the one, the place, the time yeah. to do it. Well, we're gonna need at least the kit of. It's got to be Cal. The road ahead is gonna have Cal's kit and Zepho information on Zepho. Like, I I think that that's all but guaranteed because they haven't said Zepho's coming out on June thirtieth, but they literally said we're delaying TB by four days so mm-hmm. that we can make changes to TB. If that's not a hint that they are <laughs> adding Zepho, I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, I, Ze- Zepho for sure. Yeah, uh, and with the Cal kit, because I don't think they're going to release Zepho without Cal. Because um, why would you? You need Cal on Zepho. At uh, the very least, they'll give a, a release date for him. Like, right. I, the kit, the kit might wait until like a day or two before the event. Like they, sure, they do sure. sometimes pause for that, but yeah, they'll give us more info on the Cal event at the very least. Right. Um. So I think that is the safest, you know, the safest bet that's going to be in the road ahead. I think, Zip I think we're sure. getting a new. I think we get the announcement of the new GL in the road ahead too, and. Here's here's the logic behind it, other than just everybody saying we need the new GL. So back a while ago, there were, you know, we had the data mines and there was up to marquee number 53 in the data mines. Saw was marquee 51. Um, So if we go by the way that they've released the last couple of GLs, we're going to get two marquees that are going to be required for the new GL. And so I think Marquee 52 and 53 are going to be the new Marquees required for the GL. So I think we get the announcement and we get a new Marquee. Um, Not necessarily the kit, but you know how sometimes they announce the characters before we get the kits or anything coming into the game? I think, I think that's not a safe bet, but... If I was a betting man and somebody was taking bets on that, I wouldn't feel bad about taking that bet. No, I, I think so too. Like, so I actually put out a video on um, 
saying like uh, you know like lay is coming soon basically right. based on like we we have the data mine uh we have like, like a, a new ewok bundle which that could mean anything uh we have right. new, we have new bad batch bundles which that could mean anything like there's a ton of stuff it's like oh yeah like this um you know like we, we get bad batch bundles sometimes it's not a but right. but it's like i i think that it's very possible though that we get um you know, like you you said uh, recently that maybe you thought like if, if you had to guess that it would be the new conquest character would be old man Rex and yeah. I, I think it's very possible we just get a marquee for old man Rex instead could be yeah who yeah. goes who just goes with the bad batch bundle you know like he because you could sure. you could easily give old man Rex the bad batch tag like it's not that much of a stretch like he worked with them for extended periods of time uh, at one point so. I mean, you you could also give him Phoenix tag. You could give him all sorts of stuff. So who knows? Right. Rebel Rebel tag, clone trooper tag. Like he he's gonna be he's gonna be one of the like the Boba Fett's of the game where he just like everyone wants to like everyone can use him. Oh um, oh my god! Can you already picture though all the people screaming for Fulcrum to be added to Phoenix, and now they're gonna be screaming for Rex to be added to Phoenix. Uh, he he fits more into phoenix than fulcrum because they recruit Ful- phoenix recruited rex right right like, they didn't recruit fulcrum fulcrum was already part of the rebels but yeah you're you're right they'll all scream that well we all scream yeah. like i i don't think i'm alone i i think that phoenix should be better than they are i would like them to have a place in the game other than gear eight unlock thrawn throw away i mean they were if you if we rewind back in time, Phoenix were the most annoying defense team in the game. Um, so they had their heyday. They you know they they did their thing, and now mm. now they're gone, and now we'll get new Phoenix characters in the form of the Ahsoka show, and they can be good as Phoenix too. Sure. They have risen from the ashes. <laughs> okay, okay, enough, <laughs> enough of your nonsense. I, I, I don't, I don't buy, I don't buy this BS of they used to be the most annoying defense team in the game. Uh, they, they were, they were all right. They, they had some okay things, but at no point was anyone like, yeah, Phoenix are overpowered, man. Like we got to just take them out. Like, uh, I, I, they're. I would like them to be way better than they are, but uh, you know that's also me. I, we just we just watched me and my boys just watched the season four finale last night again. So we're you know rewatching so that we could watch Ahsoka when it comes out. But right. I, would, I would like I would like him to be better. And Old Man Rex, whether or not he is Phoenix, I think would fit really nicely with Endor Leia because Endor Leia it had like. She she was she was on the ground with him like he fits in perfectly with them so maybe maybe the bad batch thing is just like coincidence but we're getting a new marquee and last when Jabba was released last year or announced sorry he was announced at the exact same time that Kersantin kit was announced as well right. they're like hey yep. Kersantin's coming oh and by the way Jabba is also here and Kersantin's one of his like requirements right right. So, yeah, I think that's coming. I, I have my wish of what the third thing is going to be in the road ahead, but it's not going to be. We're not going to get the new guild PvP that's been leaked for six months now. Um, I want it. I want it, but I don't have faith it's coming, unfortunately. 
Yeah, I I kind of agree. Like that, I think I think you hit the ones that I I would have put on my list too. Of like, right. um, so new GL is a maybe, but it's like to me that's a probable thing. That they they, always, they want to keep us in in a perpetual state of hype. Um, right. Leviathan kit maybe or maybe not. Uh, probably pretty soon though. Uh, in fact, uh, my guess is very soon. Um, yeah. Cal kit or at least the Cal event uh, and uh, Zeph- I, I think the Zepho information is by far like like you said the most likely like it's just um dear lord I I just I'm tired of waiting for it like there is they, they've built up the hype the good good job to CG sometimes they right. are horrible at building hype I just want to know I feel like a kid waiting to open his Christmas presents in a way even if you're like man my parents get me socks every freaking Christmas that's all I get that's the only thing I ever get but what if it's not socks this time (laughs) yeah you know Uh, and honestly it's not always socks with CG like they do release some really awesome stuff sometimes not not always and it's right and if it's awesome usually there's a big asterisk there like uh, (laughs) awesome however uh, you know like awesome, but yep yeah but they do release some really awesome stuff that's why we're still playing this game after six years or seven years right. however long this like it, it's been out for so long that like i've lost track of of it kind of we like it's, it's we been a are, long time we're on year eight this november it's long enough that whenever i see the copyright date i'm like damn that old game is old like it's like a <laughs> it's like a legacy game at this point right like, like good old good old games is going to release like an emulator version of it pretty soon <laughs> you know yeah uh but but it's still going strong and it's because they're able to capture these moments and it's not just like oh well see the only star wars content out there it's it's actually good content for the most part like it is it is and you know so i was talking to somebody else about this the other day of they're like man aren't you burnt out on the game and my honest answer was no i'm not burnt out on the game i'm burnt out from streaming and no joke the second i stopped streaming on sunday nights so i have four nights to myself per week rather than three like my attitude on the game completely changed i'm excited about it again um I so I'm not burnt out on the game. Like even Conquest, I'm literally doing it right now. I can do Conquest while watching TV for an hour, and it, it puts me to sleep. So it winds me down for the day. So like I'm not actually burnt out by this game any anymore. Um, so I they do they do make a mostly fun game. I do hope that the next title update isn't loaded with obvious bugs like every every update is going to have some small bug in it like just cg please quality check it and don't load it up with an obvious bug that everyone's like uh how did you not know this type of thing just just one give me one that's all i ask just one nice little update it's all we wanted yeah i I think um yeah that that would be nice but please please cg um so they, they wouldn't necessarily announce it during a road ahead uh but if they do the title update we, we should also expect there to like the, if they, they don't they need to address it in the road ahead uh we, we need fleet loadouts they, they're like hey there's fleet loadouts coming and then they haven't done it yet because they said it's in a future release but 
like it's, well, been, it's been months now. They no, they specifically said in the June title update. Like they they flat out mm. said it was coming this month. So, uh, and I was actually looking for that before the stream started, and then I got distracted and forgot to find it. But they they specifically said with the next title update, the fleet loadouts are coming. Okay, so they didn't say June specifically, the the next. So it, it could um, theoretically be in July or something. Well, in the same in the same announcement, they said that the next road ahead will be in June. So. Like they didn't say it in the same sentence, but they said it in the same update. Okay, I I don't remember it saying that the next one was going to be in June actually, but um... yeah, but see it's, the problem is, a stupid wad puts like the information in random posts, so it makes it impossible to find, like. Good luck finding half of the stuff. Well, um, I mean, that there are just there's just a ton of screenshots that I've gotten over over time of him just saying random crap on Discord servers. Yeah, that I'm like, okay, if people aren't screenshotting them and sending it to, them to me, like, how I'm I'm not gonna just monitor it night and day for for you know like words of meat face, <laughs> words of meat face. Yeah, this was in an actual post. Except for, you know, like Crumb or Doja would put all the information, dev announcements and news. The WAD will put like announcements in game updates, but it's not like the update for that one. So instead, what he does is he puts a little tag on the the update note that says also says announcement. <laughs> it's like, you son of a bitch. That's not how people go through this. That's um, not how the force works. Yeah, because I can't even find now. There's the title update post. Um, like the where they talk about squad loadouts at all. That's raid economy. Other news. I hate him. Um, nope. Uh, anyway, anyway. They definitely 100% said it's coming in the next title update, and they also said the next title update's coming in June. Okay, where, I, I totally missed the update in June part. Yeah, but. where where that's hiding, Lord only knows. Um, but they 100% said that because I checked it like a week or two ago um, and saw it again. It's prime. Since CG made Solo's life miserable, zero. <laughs> oh, womp womp. Bummer. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, one way or another, I, I really uh, like. I would like what you're saying to be right, regardless um, yeah. of if they like. I, I hope. I hope that that's what happens. I want. I want. And I want the next thing to anticipate. Honestly, like that's one of the fun things about this game is the anticipation of the new cool stuff. Um, yeah, I'm curious to know, it, like, if you had to guess right now, what would Zepho have on it? If if we just unwrap that present right now, what's the thing that you expect the most to be on Zepho? Droid brains, or Gerd, either droid brains or Gerda keypads or both. So, so making Relic 9 more accessible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
That makes sense because right now they they did make Relic Eight more accessible with the with raid changes. Um, but Relic yeah. Nine is still like you want droid brains, and you're in a small guild who can't earn them, or you uh just are in a guild like Hotski Patrol. I shouldn't throw them under the bus too much. Like they. We actually do. We're opportunistic. We'll we'll win a we'll win a few more than just like our relegation match. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, you're in a guild that's territory war casual, and you want you want more that you know, like you, you can't get droid brains by by any uh, you know measurable way unless you're buying them in, for crystals in weekly shipments. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, droid brains would be a good one. Honestly, um, uh, what what would you think if it was a new character? I think it's too soon for that. Yeah, I, I think I I don't think it makes that much sense. Like people have said it to me, and I'm like, I, that's a part of me is excited by the idea of it, but like, yeah, you, you also have to think like, okay, people are already mad because. Uh, spenders already have a huge advantage in trying to unlock some of these uh characters like reva and whether or not we all agree with them or you know like i'm, I'm not taking sides here uh, but what i will yeah. say is people don't like the idea of just being left out of all of it and um and the whales would be the ones to unlock this new zepho character way earlier because there's some guilds who are like, hey, yeah, we're we're, we're getting into Zepho, we're, we're unlocking. And uh, then people are like, oh, we're, we'll do that too. And CG's like, sorry, you can't even get Cal now. Like <laughs> after a week, like he's not right. available for the next three to six months. So like you guys can't even work toward it. Like right. get, get your stuff ready, but who, we'll let you know when Cal's available again. Meanwhile, the whale guilds are like, yeah, we're getting this new character unlocked every two weeks. Yes, sir. Putting in the work. I don't, I don't think it can work this way like you can't yeah put, you can't lock a new character release behind a legendary release that's going to go away for six months potentially like grand inquisitor just did right and with reva um it was what five months before the mission started so i know grand inquisitor didn't come back for six months but like we were told uh, or you had, we had Grand Inquisitor for five months. And so at that point, everybody should have been ready when Grand Inquisitor came back. When, because we had what, two? It was two uh, territory battles before Grand Inquisitor came back. Because I know, I know Maw and Caw Patrol got it one territory battle before we got it. Um, yeah, I think there was just a tiny head start there, but right. Yeah, I, I forget if it was one TB or two. Um, so it wasn't like a huge deal. If they release Cal and Zepho at the same time, and then don't release Cal for six months, like that is a huge. <laughs> that is a huge deal. No, it, it would, it, like, it would be egregious to the point that not even CG would consider it. Frankly, I, I right. think I like. I mean, prove. CG could always, you know, say hold my beer and just go for it. And, and they could, yeah. <laughs> like, and it, honestly, like we say these things, like CG wouldn't really do that. Like they're not that stupid, but we also wouldn't be that surprised to not. You're, you're like, man, I know, I know, my uncle, my crazy uncle loves life, 
So he's probably yeah. not going to do this stupid thing. And he's like, and then, and then you see him like doing some crazy dirt bike trick and you're like, never mind. It, you know, like, <laughs> like you, right. you just see, you just see someone doing so, something. You're like, oh, I yeah. mean, but, but, but on the other hand, it is CG, you know, <laughs> CG would probably not do that. But on the other right. hand, they might do it for CG reasons. Like, <laughs> just we, We've lived with that duality for years. And yeah, whether it's good or not, a good business choice. But there are some choices they've made. I'm convinced. I'm still like, you know what? That that wasn't actually like that. That move that they made was was not actually a money making move on their end. Who knows? It, who knows how many things are like that? But yeah, right. Though so it today or uh, Cal is the true test on if that was a money making move. Like it may not have been. A money-making move in that battle but in the war the question is did it get more people to spend for cal now knowing that zepho is going to be locked behind cal true so yeah i think it was one i think it was a test and the outcome of that test is being shown right now so it's actually a crazy thing so my, my um all three of my accounts are going for Cal in, in various ways, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, that it, it is certainly a thing that uh, I, I didn't really expect it, there to be as much opposition to this idea, but I'm like, okay, so here's, here's what we should be doing with Cal uh, right now, because the, the requirements right. are frankly, like not that great. Like the um, Marin is wonderful and uh, Cal Jr. is, is fine. See her in the right circumstances, but like, she's not like, oh my gosh, I got to get it right now. She's so amazing. Uh, like, and then, you know, like Saw and Tarful, not that great. Um, but I'm like, okay, everyone's farmable. And what you want to do is keep yourself in the running to be able to unlock this character in the right time frame. So you're not just waiting. You're not like, oh my gosh, it's been like a full freaking year to finally unlock him. Like you want to get him unlocked if you can. If you find out he's, you unlock Cal, and Zepho is everything you hoped for. It's a the nirvana of bronzium wiring and droid brains <laughs> mixed. It's like, thank God. Thank the maker for this planet. Um, and Cal is just like Jedi Knight Luke plus, you know, <laughs> like he's just for sure. Yeah, like you want to be put yourself in the running to get these characters, right? And so I'm like, right. okay spend a month of just like soft farming them just like don't refresh just spend the energy to do five attempts on each every day yeah and, and then and then when it turns out he is amazing angle for that six month release period and, and then you can actually achieve it otherwise you're going to leave yourself like a full month behind and you're either going to like scramble and pay crystals to catch up or you're going to just um, miss it entirely, and you know, in that six month time frame. So now is the time to start farming. And people are like, "Nah, man, it's not worth the crystals. He, he can't possibly. <laughs> he's not going to be good. Zepho's not going to be good. It's just going to suck. Not going right. to do it." And I got so many of these comments, and I'm like, "Why not? I, I don't. I don't get this resistance to like keeping yourself in the game." Like people are just like, nah, like he's not going to be worth it. I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, why do you say he's not worth it? I, I don't understand this mentality of like, nope, not going to try. Because uh, 
because they don't want to be told what to do. Like I, you know, I I think there, um, I think there are people out there that just want to do their own thing, but they also don't want to fall behind. So when you tell them how not to fall behind, they get angry because it means they can't do what they want to do. Um, because that's something you know, you you know it more than I do because you experience it in your the comments on your videos quite often. Uh, but I, I think that's honestly what it comes down to. Of I I want to be doing this. You're telling me to do that, so I'm just going to say no to that. I mean, and people should do what they want. Uh, that's fine. I I just like people are like no, not a good idea, and I'm like I think it's a good idea. Regard, right. like almost regardless like that sure there are some circumstances like you're a brand new player like maybe cal is like hey like he'd be like your third jedi to unlock like why, why would you you know like that right don't put yourself in that kind of pain but but like for the most part it's like if, and if he sucks if, if zepho is disappointing if cal is disappointing just stop working on those characters until they're accelerated and required for something like right uh, you know like that, that that's the thing like you can just stop i'm not telling you to put full gear on all of them instantly and stop all your other farms and do all this stuff it's just like yes it, it costs like you know 180 energy daily right which, which i mean that that is that does come with a cost but I, I think for the gamble of like a character that might end up being really good and really impactful on multiple levels it, it seems to me like madness not to put yourself in the running for it yeah i i mean yeah i agree i agree i was actually just talking was it to brill today um about jedi knight luke or not jedi knight luke about cal of so he is essentially a hero's journey character right so we've only had a couple of those in the game um right and so where so cal is going to be released he's not a gl he is a hero's journey character i think a lot we need to remind ourselves of that because i think people are going to be expecting a gl so and the question i had earlier was is it going to be like jedi knight luke when he was first released or is it going to be like jedi knight luke now because that they're two different power levels because when he's first released i mean Jedi Knight Luke was beating Supreme Leader Kylo. Um, like it, it, he was the off meta, the hot off meta. And then um, mm -hmm. now you could live without Jedi Knight Luke. I'm, he's a fantastic character. He's obviously right. super powerful. But if somebody told me they don't have Jedi Knight Luke, but they're still finishing in the top 100 of K1, it wouldn't surprise me um well i mean it would just because he's required fair for, fair for GLs. Yes. But, but barring that you're right like well yeah no you make a really good point and i've actually said that a few times too in my comments like people are like there's just no way he's going to be better than jedi knight luke and i'm like jedi knight luke is not a high standard like look at look at afra she's killing multiple galactic legends uh, like on her own with her own support team but like multiple galactic legends look at star killer multiple galactic legends uh, look like a jedi knight luke sometimes he counters supreme leader kylo like if if they don't have a modded super well well right like um, and that and that's says like playing second fiddle not his lead 
Right. So I'll pose the question to you. What power level does Cal have to be for you to not be disappointed when we get him? If he, okay, I mean, so it, it's just such a question. Like I, I was super high on Afra, and, and then her cron came out and I was like, yes, she's awesome. And then, and then like her cron came off and I was sad and now I'm high on her again because she, she does have a lot more power than I had initially thought with, even without her cron, it just wasn't apparent. So I, I'm sure that we'll all do that. Like, oh, yay. Oh no. Oh, yay. Like we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll do that back and forth. Right. Like if she's comparable or if he is comparable level, to Starkiller or um or Afra, I, I think I'll be pretty happy. Like give give him some way or, or give him a really substantial boost. Like have him be the actual like even if it's not official, like a lifter unit for Jedi Master Luke to actually achieve like his, you know, his rightful place in this universe. Like <laughs> I, I I one of those. Uh, honestly, like that was that's what I would want. That yeah. that or somewhere or around where Jedi Knight Luke is and Zepho is amazing for some reason. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um I because I, I've thought about this question a lot and I don't I I don't know the answer because Datacrons change. Like when Jedi Knight Luke came out, it was just a question of does Jedi Knight Luke have mods? Will he kill Supreme Leader Kylo? Like it, it was a very black and white thing. Uh, with Datacrons now, kind of like you were saying, like I'm so hesitant to say any character is good because they get a super OP Datacron to start, and then it's you know, can I trust this character when the Datacron's gone? Again, literally just got into this argument with somebody about Trench, where, yeah, sure, he can kill some basic rays right now, um, but the second his Datacron is gone and he loses the 100% offense level 6, like, is Trench actually going to be good? And they're arguing a double Omi Trench in TW is going to be fantastic, and I, I have a very difficult time seeing that. Now... So when Cal comes out, <laughs> when we get the kit, and we're going to see he has like a super high health pool, we're going to be like, okay, this this uh, Datacron set was designed for him without calling him out. Um, and I'm really worried that I'm going to sit there and say, but is he going to be good in three months? So I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that answer. I... I tend to not get disappointed with characters. I have a little more, you know, <laughs> I guess, uh, wiggle room than a lot of the community does who trash characters the day that they come out. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. I think my expectation, though, is star killer level. That is That is the expectation going into this event. Yeah, I I hope so, man. I think he'll be. Yeah, let's let's hope let's hope he's good. I I just I don't know. I I just don't understand why people don't. Yeah, what whatever he's um, I, it's just a, such a weird thing. Like, I, do you think he'll be a lead? I guess I I don't know. 
I don't know what he's like in, in the second game. I, I think he's going to have a bad lead with a great lead Omicron. Yeah, I mean, that that would be good, ish, I guess. I guess the other question, like a lot of people, so one, one of the person, people are like, well, he's clearly not going to have good Omicrons because it's just going to be territory battle. And we've, we've talked about that before. Like the way it, the way it's discussed, like, yes, it kind of did sound like they were saying like, yes, he'll have three, three territory battle things. But I think what they were trying to say, and maybe we'll, maybe it'll prove wrong. Maybe it's just wishful thinking. But to me, it sounds like they're just trying to say, Yes, he'll be very useful in territory battles. Like, you'll unlock Zepho. That's amazing. He'll be very impactful there. He'll also have three Omicrons. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. It could be. It is, like, the worst written sentence I've ever seen in my life. Um, but we'll see. I have, I have. well, after tonight, I'm only going to have two <laughs> Omicrons saved because I'm, I'm actually applying Raider tonight. Um but I'll have two Omicron saved, two and a half by the time we get to the actual Cal release. So we'll see. Nice. I just spent one of my two Omicrons on Tuscan Raider. So yeah, good. I'm I'm about I'm about to do that tonight too. Um, yeah, he kills. Uh, helps helps Tuscans kill Zori pretty well, I think. Um, I I don't have see how Zori can beat him. With the Omicron. Uh, like, uh, unless you somehow just time out against her or something. But, right. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, timeouts, timeouts, that's true. But, like, there's only the Resistance Hero Finn AoE. Um, you're not going to kill all four Tuscans with that AoE. So, I feel pretty safe on Zori's going to be, be beat by Tuscans. I think so. Like, uh, that, that's, that's probably got value of its own. It's also... A pretty versatile one. Like you put it on defense, people have to put something, use something pretty decent on it. Like, right. Not, well, not yeah. amazing, but yeah. So you talked about old school Darth Revan earlier in the podcast. Um, at R7, R8, Tuskins beat old school Darth Revan with the Raider Omicron. Um, nice. So that, there you go. Oh, your hmm. opponent didn't put Zori on defense? Well, they put Darth Revan. Uh, <laughs> you know? So, and everybody's pumping their Tuscans up to R7, R8 now for the raid, so you might as well. Yeah, I never thought I'd put a 3v3 one on, honestly. I, I wasn't convinced, because I like 5v5 more, so I'm like, yeah, I'm more... And, not to, not to mention, I mean, as a streamer, you pay attention to these things, but like 5v5 just has more credibility too. You're like, yeah, right. I'm succeeding in 5v5. People are like, nice, well done. You're like, ah, I'm succeeding in 3v3. People are like, no one cares. Like, shut up. Right. Like, stop. <laughs> like, when is 5v5 again? I'm like, um, like it's, it's like a month away. So we have that to look forward to. Yeah. Your scorn yeah. for a month. Thank you. So in in uh, I've talked about it before, but the Wolfpack chats are still alive, even though the guild passed away two years ago. Uh, and somebody just posted in the Grand Arena chat of, if you're actually playing three v three this season, here's some hints on how to deal with this cron. It's they were like, ah, maybe maybe you'll be playing, but it probably not. But if you are, just keep this in mind. <laughs> well, so what I I feel like three people who 
who have great disdain for 3v3 ha have an attitude that everyone hates it. I, right. Yeah. Like, they're, they're like, it's, it's, um, it's self-evident that, that 3v3 is trash and it's awful. And, and obviously everyone hates it. No one plays it. It's a garbage thing. And I'm like, well, like my, my take on, like I, I very rarely have people who don't attack, even on my alts who, even in like Chromium on my, um, on my little account, like uh, people still play 3v3. There are some people who skip this certainly, but it's just funny. The, the level of disdain right. leads them to think like, if you're going to play it, it's like, well, almost, most people are on, on some yeah. level, at least. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I mean, I'll play it, <laughs> but I don't, I don't necessarily enjoy it as much now. Sure. I used to enjoy it more. Now I enjoy it less. Um, but yeah, it's, I, you know, I'm still playing it. Kind of have to, otherwise, good lord, I'll fall to Kyber 3, the rate that CG is going. Yeah, just skip. <laughs> you like, wake skip up. right over Kyber 2, yeah. Kyber 2, you're <laughs> just like, they're like, oh, we decided to relegate you to 3. You're like, <laughs> what the what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, all right, we had a couple podcast questions. Let's get into these. Um, oh, wow, we've been for an hour and a half talking we about been. Yeah. just um, speculation. <laughs> it's madness. Uh, all right, take all GLs and requirement characters off the table. What would be the first three characters on your roster to give R9 to? Um, the first three to give Relic 9 to. So, uh, let's see, BT1. I, I would do BT1. Um, because I'm, I'm right now, I'm, I'm just hooked on trying to get uh, Afra team working against Jabba. And honestly, that might be foolish considering BT1, uh, like the Afra team might not really work against Jabba, uh, for the next four months because of the, the great thickening coming here um but I, i'd probably do that uh if, if i wasn't looking at datacrons um here tell you what let's just go back and forth so that that would be my first one what will, what will be your first one yes okay i already have him at nine but yeah he's great well no i think the question was not you personally it was oh people in general oh should who should they Oh, okay. Yeah. Just in general, yeah. which one would yeah, you yeah, advise yeah. people to do? Yeah, yeah. General, general Skywalker's a great one. Okay, I wouldn't advise BT1 for almost anyone. <laughs> like the, me, my eccentric nature, certainly. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. Um. Yeah. So I would do Cass because a he's going to be fantastic in this set, and b R9 gas is fantastic anyway. I actually so I accidentally put him up to R9. Uh, oh nice okay back during the dash cron i thought i was on dash and i wasn't and so i put it on gas and i have not regretted it for a single second um ever oh, since then he is super stat hungry and he just gets more stats from relic nine uh, not yeah. to mention he gets a nice little boost on protection too um right right he might not get a tank boost but he gets a boost um so yeah, yeah. 
All right. So who would be who would you do next? Who's second R nine that you would apply? Um, I mean, our nines are just so, so tough to, I'm like, gosh, do you really want to put nine on someone? Um, so I, I would put it on Kersantin is who I would put it on, um, in general. Like, I, I know that, that, like, there's the raid and all of that stuff too, which is, I mean, eight is enough for the raid, but Kersantin is just, um, the, the, the Jabba teams have proven themselves to be incredibly tough to get through and, uh, a really thick Kersantin goes a long way toward, I mean, there's always going to be some kind of armor cron or uh, whatever, you know, armor cron, defense cron to make him even more tanky. And I think that in general, that's going to serve you pretty well. Like I, that's, yeah. that, that's one of the, I think that's the first really elective. We're just, we're skipping like all the GLs because obviously like Jedi right. master Luke is, is like the obvious one that right. you choose otherwise. Um, yeah. But but I think beyond Galactic Legends, I think Kersantin is just because you have to kill him twice, and he's uh it's a tough to kill him even one time. And if you couple that with good modding and good data crons, like he is super obnoxious, and there's very few things that kill that Java team currently. Yeah. All right. Uh my next would be Maul. Yeah, Maul, Maul would probably be on my yeah. Yeah. Maul, I mean, kind of like you said with gas, Maul is incredibly stat hungry, and adding R9 opens up a lot. Plus, it's actually also useful for the raid, so you're kind of hitting double, you know, or I guess triple the fun, because you're getting him for the raid, you're getting him for TW, and you're getting him for GAC. Uh, He and Maul at R9 can just... can just do really fun things and again he's another one where with this set he is just going to be filthy with all the all the bonus health added in he you know he's good outside of this set and then this set is just going to make him do mean things yeah well i love that he could double dip so you know like like they're a lot of times the answer is like just put some put it on some tank because tanks Mm -hmm. are good at relic nine uh, but with Maul, you get to double dip. So you get the offense bonus and you get the health bonus uh, to his damage. So uh, right. like you you get all you get all the good stuff. Like every relic yep. level you put on him is double effective on his on his hitting power. So yep, totally agree. Yep. Um all right, so I, I guess mine would be would then be um I, I really like Malgus at nine, actually. And may, maybe a ship would be good, but that's not what I'm why I'm uh, going for it uh at nine he like so his big hit is based on max health and going from from eight to nine he gets a big boost to his health and he just becomes this unkillable guy like it people try to use some some of these more speculative counters and he's just like uh you know what like jedi are really gonna struggle to chip away at him like you get like jedi revan and luke and uh mace and, and maybe they'll get through him but also maybe not. Relic 9 just makes him so tanky that you want to use. You're like, do I have a disintegrate available? Great. We're just going to do that because he's too thick to really, you know, contemplate yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Um, no, he he's a good one. So my last one, I'm going to kind of go off the beaten path a little bit. Um, 
and because <laughs> you 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 named some of the good ones, uh, I like them uh, obviously. Uh, I I would do them before this guy, but I'm gonna say Red Sith Trooper. Um, to nine, all right. To nine, yeah, because Sith Trooper go boom. Uh, the more <laughs> you know, we use him in TW. Every single TW we've talked about before that Phasma is one of the most important non-GL offense teams that we have in our arsenal. Um, and as time goes on, all of the guilds around us are thickening the teams that we use Phasma on. And so R9, it's not the protection boost that tanks get from R9, but R9 when you mix in the boost he gets and then the mods that he has, um, you know, complete luxury R- R9, obviously, but it is, he is a very good character that is needed to do damage. And sometimes you just need to give him that extra damage. I, I think that I like that one. Um, uh, so I'll I'll go for my last one. I'll go a little bit eccentric as well, and I'll say Jedi training Ray, um, because, uh, you know, like her utility is a lot of times it's like, well, okay, she she does ability block and she does healing immunity. She calls people to assist. She does all this stuff that's like kit oriented mechanics. You know, so it's like, well, you could probably make do with her just like relic five, but uh, at at those high relics, her evasion just goes through the roof. It it just yep. gets so obnoxious and. On top of that, it just becomes very difficult to remove her because she has extra armor, extra health, extra protection, all that stuff because she's a tank and she's getting those tank boosts from eight to nine. And I, like my, my Jedi training rate is only seven, but that is, she is like on the shorter list for me to be able to get her to at least eight, hopefully nine, because like I said, like she's getting tank stats, uh, which from eight to nine is, is the big boost. And uh she is the biggest variable in the success on defense for Ray, uh, like at all. Like if you put her with Ray, all the team's success chances go way down. Uh, if you put Ray on defense, Jedi training Ray, just just um, she's she's the best best character for it. I mean, I guess Ben would probably be even bigger, but like he's he's just such a you know mainstay at this point, like. She's the biggest other variable. She's better than Hermit Yoda, etc. She's um, she's just obnoxious as hell. Get her to Relic Nine, guys. Go, why aren't you, Why are you waiting? Just do, <laughs> skip Jedi or skip Darth Revan. Skip Malak. Jedi <laughs> training. Just get Ray. JTR there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to, but you guys should. So. <laughs> do it. Do it for me, please. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So. we've kind of talked about this before. Um, so I, I already know our answers, but what do you, what do you all think about adding a replay function to your defenses? So it'll allow you to watch your opponent slog through your defenses, um, which might make your data crowns more enjoyable because you actually get to see them in use. Yeah. I mean, it's like if, if they're going to spend a huge amount of time developing that, then maybe I don't want it. It's it's handy though, man. I love it when people record their attacks on me. Like yeah. so if, if they beat me, then I'm like, gosh, I really have to watch myself just getting destroyed here. But it gives such valuable feedback. It's very difficult for me to say like, no, man, I don't want that. Like you, 
of course I want more information on where I'm, where I'm failing. Like I, I need, I need to be able to get better at stuff and being able to see how, uh, especially, you know, some, sometimes you just get really bad feedback. You're like, Oh, like, this is cool. I defend against bad batch. Like I defended a couple different times, you know, with this comp against bad batch. And you find out that someone just like someone misplayed it the first time. And the second time in a row, uh, someone like crashed yeah but but yeah. you think you think that you're beating bad batch but in reality <laughs> that that's not the like you're not like bad right. Batch beat you every time that someone doesn't do something mind-numbingly stupid or crash so uh, it would be nice to be able to just see that i guess yeah i yeah i've played other games that have had this function and it is super useful every single time i would love it um like do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Just give me, give me this ability. Um, it is so useful, especially in a game like this, uh, where so much of it is: did you use the right counter? Did you, you know, take the right steps? Uh, <laughs> Man, oh, it would be so nice to have ammunition too. People are like, I can't believe I freaking lost to this team with this. Like, it's such a <laughs> yeah. garbage counter. It never works. It's just so stupid and you're like well did you remember to do this you're like of course i remember to do this and you're like yeah if you could just be like hey could you just like link it to us could we just watch it for ourselves like we just get <laughs> way less of that they're like oh i might have forgotten this time to yeah. do that you're like oh well there you should, is your problem good congratulations you're a better player now right that, that's like in tw um we we've talked about before where we don't stream at all we don't believe in streaming but we do ask everybody to record every one of their battles. Like that's, that's the one thing we do. Uh, you know, if you, you, we open up the back wall and it's trash, I don't care about how you killed Mon Mothma, but like, if you're going up against Executor or Profundity or Ray, you know, something like that, we ask everyone to record their battles. And it's amazing how many people forgot, quote unquote, forgot to record uh, when they've remembered <laughs> every single other time. Uh and when they that, when they lose the match, you know that footage existed at one time. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. <laughs> uh, but that is it is honestly, truly the way that you learn and get better is you watch the mistakes as well because it's very easy for us to give you like a twenty eight step. This is how you beat this team instructions, but until you actually learn the counter, you know something like the mod order has it different or. You know, you don't get a crit when everyone else got a crit. Like, you have to be able to know how to play the counter as well. And learning from those mistakes actually help. And sometimes we watch the videos and it's like, oh, my God, I, I didn't realize I got dodged three times in a row. Or I don't realize that I didn't crit three times in a row. And so you sit there and you think, like, you're a bad player because you just lost this match that literally 49 other people in your guild won and then you watch the replay and you're like wow i got screwed and sometimes our gl will even say yeah you just got screwed don't worry about that one <laughs> that's rough when normally he's yelling at people left and right during dw so um recording is actually really damn useful and being able to watch the attacks on you would be just as useful well i mean i think that that's a huge part of how um you know, I've had success in GAC and 
it's not that I'm just like way more talented than everyone. Like, uh, you know, like, like I probably do have a certain degree of talent. Everyone has that, uh, you know, like I said, to some degree, but there's also the fact that for a long time, I just watched myself do like when I was making my GSC recaps, I would have to, even if, uh, you know, I'm like, Hey, in this winning action, uh, you know, here's how I did it. And then you look back and you're like, man, there's something I could optimize there. I could play this better. Like yeah. you, you actually being able to like, look at what your, at your body of work and like be able to review that is such a valuable thing to have. Like, I wouldn't say that everyone should just like record all of their GAC attacks and then rewatch them, uh, you know, with a critical eye, cause that, that could take a long time. But I, I do think that there's a certain degree of like, uh, like just watching what you're doing is yeah. it's just um you know and, and being willing to learn being like okay i'm not the world's you know I'm, I'm not the best player out there ever and even if it was the best player out there like still have things to learn you have to have that mindset of like all right i messed this up and here's specifically in what way you know right being able yeah. to review yourself is is a gift man it's so nice yeah absolutely um all right Next up, what would your thoughts be on an Endor Death Star raid with only the final phase being ships? The overlooked in the single phase crate is the change to not being able to transition phases with a team. In theory, they could do a combined raid. Do you want a fleet raid? If it's just a fleet raid, I, I, I'm just, I don't think anyone's going to convince me that the community actually wants a fleet raid. The level of engagement people have with ships, it, like all I hear is whining about ships. I whine about ships. Everyone else whines about ships. Some people like them, but for the most part, people are like, yeah, I don't like ships. And, and then they really think a raid where you're forced to do it every time and probably forced to replay it a lot. And you can't even remod your characters to go at a certain speed or have more hitting power. It's just going to increase the variance. I, I'm just not convinced that the community actually really wants this and frankly cg has also shown that they they're not convinced either i think that it would be awful frankly but yeah i mean if it's just one phase and we can just like i'd rather have it be like the first phase though or it's the second phase something like everyone just knocks it out and then we just move through i, I don't know if that's feasible but like the death star raid man i i just you're not going to convince me that everyone wants to play this and you're going to force everyone to... I... Yeah, without without fleet mods, I don't see how you could make a fleet raid interesting. I just... It, I, it's not. Like, I, I don't see how you can do it to me. Um, Because what are we going to do? Have to take mods off fleets to get the right turn order? Um. <laughs> Right. I think that's that that's the only option because they're gonna gate it behind relic levels. We know that because they've already done that uh multiple times. And so it's literally gonna be oh crap, I need to take mods off this. Um fleet mod materials from yeah. Zepho confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Um <laughs> uh, I just you know, I would love the Death Star raid and actually fun story. So I took a picture of it. Uh I was I was looking through Instagram today and I saw a ad for Galaxy of Heroes and it had a Sith bomber dropping bombs on Mace's capital ship and then it was talking about how you can control over fifty plus ships 
in uh star wars galaxy of heroes and it just it it made me giggle um because nobody actually likes the fleet raids um or you know fleets in general because there is zero there's just zero customization like there's no true theory crafting when your only option is to take mods off the ships to make them go Mm -hmm. in the order that you want so i would love like the death star raid i get why everyone wants it because in the movie it was cool as hell and it was kind of the pinnacle of the action it's iconic certainly yeah i just don't get how it's ever good in this game yeah i cg just doesn't like they're four they're four ships they can make money off of them because it's they've, they've made them really important but uh, like okay so what when the new raid announcements were released people shouted me down all the time like i'm like man we're just gonna have to spend more time playing this game the stupid game like not stupid game but like i, I don't want to play the raid. i don't want to play a game mode that i've been able to ignore and still get mostly max rewards for um I, I don't want to have to do that. And people are like, dude, you're crazy. Like, this new raid, this is an amazing update. Like, it just gets yeah. shouted down all the time. This new raid update, so cool. It came out. It was actually pretty cool. Like, lots of cool stuff. Like, the rewards weren't the best, but they they fixed that uh, pretty quick. And, uh, and now all I hear is, gosh this is groundhog day we just can't get away from this raid i need a break like we have to do this back to back to back to back to back to back to back forever like what the hell and like i I don't hear anyone saying like man this new raid is so cool i'm so glad we get to do it every day (laughs) yeah uh, that's i don't hear that either in fact i'm the officer tagging people like assholes go hit the raid please um i yeah I I don't like again we're talking about how earlier in the show how how at least for me I'm approaching things has made the game a lot easier like I just do two hits per day on the raid so I hit it every day but I don't hit it for more than five or six minutes per day so it's basically like an arena battle um but I so it's honestly not that overwhelming for me Thankfully, thankfully, I have found my way to have peace with it. Uh, but I just, I can't see fleets ever being an interesting portion added to it. I just can't. That's unfortunate. I would uh, love to have a fun Death Star raid. I don't think that they can make one. I think the theory is cool, for sure. Yeah. Like, it is iconic. Like, that was by far my favorite part in any movie growing up was the ship battle out on Endor. Loved yeah. it. That was yeah. my favorite by far. And to be able to relive that if it was really cool, like uh, you know, I if I if I I just don't I'm not convinced that they'll be able to make good ships content. They haven't yet. And they've right. tried they've tried a lot of times and <laughs> like for yeah. forcing me to play content that's mediocre every like 3 days is just going to make me like more jaded towards ships so right we'll we'll see i I know that people really like love the idea of it and i i get why people love the idea of it i just it's like winning the lottery i swear like you you look at the success rate of people who win the lottery and like it's it's abysmal like 
the <laughs> only people who succeed after winning the lottery is the are the people who like don't quit their jobs and who just like use the money as a supplement for right. those things like th- those are the only people and yet like you, you can't hear people like people listening to this are like man he's wrong he's wrong he's wrong about this uh, it's like if I win the lottery, it's going to change my life for the better and it's going to solve all my problems. And that's not really how it works. But people, you know, people aren't convinced of that reality until they're, they're the ones who are, you know, bankrupt and, you know, dead <laughs> somewhere. Awful. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, um, I, I think that we all think that we can control things and like enjoy things more than we actually have the ability to. But I mean... That, that's how I feel. I, I do that too. I'm like, yeah, this will be awesome. Oh, that sucks. No, that was bad. <laughs> oh, that bad. That was bad. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's all the podcast questions. So, uh, I mean, this is probably going to be obvious, but I have to ask you anyway. So, what characters characters did you work on this week, uh, for gearing or relicking up? Um. Let's see. Yeah, so yeah, obvious is obvious thing is obvious. Um, all I need is one relic level for Darth Revan now, basically. Nice. Um, gonna go on that. I also ha- had this weird moment where I also put Zalbar up to relic seven, which is not a, honestly something embarrassing because of um, because of the the new Datacrons, but okay. um, yeah, and, and the Wookiee teams are pretty good, and the, like there's good reasoning for it. It's even good for the raid, like. Zalbar is actually a, a pretty good character right now to Relic Seven, yeah. but but in the face of all of the Leviathan requirements and all of the uh, Cal requirements, it just felt kind of out of place. But I'd say that that's like the one unexpected thing it was like, hey, Zalbar is seven. Mission was already seven, so we're actually uh, just like one character away from being able to do the next tier of the um, Old Republic raid. Um, oh, which that's awful. <laughs> But yeah, yep, I'm not looking forward to it. So yeah, I, I I've had Zalbar R7 since the raid came out, and I mean I haven't used him much, but I don't think he's a bad bad character to get up. Uh I I have not applied any random relic levels to anyone other than uh Leviathan requirements i'll have all i need now is sith assassin who is r1 i need to get sith assassin to r5 nice so i am not too worried about that and then the day i get sith assassin to r5 i have tarful sitting at r4 just waiting just waiting for r5 because i got him r4 the day that the leviathan uh (laughs) requirements dropped and I was yep. like, well, crap, I can't add a relic level. Push the pause and, button on Tarful, yep. yep. <laughs> so Tarful is sitting R4 and Seer is sitting R6. Both of them just need one more relic level. And unfortunately, I need to finish uh, Sith Assassin before those two go up. So hopefully this week, yeah. though, we should, as long as we don't get an announcement too early this week, I should be able to do that. Yeah, I I think honestly, like yeah, I think my next next project will probably be Seer Relic Seven and um, what whatever Zepho requires. Zepho's like, hey, you, right. need, you need more stuff, but but Seer and then 
obviously make sure that the new Cal can get up to Relic 7 at least. Um, yep. Even if he sucks, even if Cal Survivor is just, just uh, abysmal, he still has to be Relic 7 because of his uh, Zepho unlock ability. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. So that's probably a good place to end the cast, kind of right, right at the two hour mark. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. So thank you to everyone for joining us. We'll be back streaming Wednesday night for 3v3. Come watch us beat our head against the wall, most likely. Um, if you enjoy seeing our frustration and failing, get ready to enjoy Wednesday. Yep, double flail against the wall. Yes. Just a slappy uh, fight. Uh, but yeah, join us Join us Wednesday, and then we'll have a Gambit fight night on Friday. Um, yeah, and that'll get us through to the weekend, and then we get to enjoy the weekend. So thank you for joining, everyone. Yeah, guys, take care. Don't be dicks. And remember that evil sucks. <laughs> <laughs>